History Makers. I'm Matt Prater. Today we're speaking to Cindy Cruz Ratcliffe, who is the worship director at Lakewood Church in the USA. Now, I regularly watch Joel Osteen on TV, on uh, TBN and different uh, satellite TV channels, and I see the worship and I think, wow, what an incredible opportunity. 40,000 people gathered in, uh, in Lakewood. Uh, how, how are you today, Cindy? I am doing fantastic, Matt. It is such a pleasure for me to be with History Makers today and just share with you guys what's going on back in the U.S. And we are just thrilled, thrilled, thrilled to be in Australia. Now, firstly, are we looking after you? Do you like us Aussies? Oh, my goodness. We've <laughs> we've had such fun with the Aussie people. In fact, we feel like they're like Texans because, you know, we're from Texas. And, uh, you know, you guys are kind of boisterous. You're independent. You're fun-loving, and that's exactly like the Texas people. So we have had a blast. Oh, wonderful. Now, I see you've released a whole bunch of albums. You've done a whole bunch of stuff with Lakewood Church. But let's find out a bit of your history. Uh, tell me, where, where were you brought up, and uh, how did you uh, come to Christ? Well, I uh, was brought up in a pastor's family in Texas. My dad pastored a church my entire life and uh, has always been involved in ministry. My family was a very musical family, and we traveled and sang for many, many years in the U.S. So uh, I come from a church background, and, and uh, of course, when, when I moved to Houston as an adult to come work with Joel Osteen, there was a giant shift in uh, my life at that time. So, yeah, I grew up in a church family. Dad was a pastor. Um, you know, just really served the Lord my whole life in church. Okay, now tell us a little bit about, um, you know, you, you signed as a solo artist at CBS Records uh, right. at the age of 19. Right. Uh, tell us a little bit about how uh, the doors opened for you after that. Well, you know, like I said, my family was in the music industry for many, many years, and uh, I was under contract with CBS Records to do a solo album, and um, uh, after that period of my life and being involved in the music industry as an artist, uh, I became a studio owner and helped develop other young artists for several years, and then uh, really just kind of went through a, a lifestyle change and started back into more of a church-oriented uh, style of music ministry and became the worship leader there at Lakewood Church. Pastor Joel, after his father uh, passed away and went on to be with Jesus. He became the pastor of Lakewood Church and I got a phone call from him. I was living in Dallas, Texas, and he asked me to come on down to Houston and check out the church and just see if it was something that I felt like God wanted me to do. And so uh, my husband, Marcus, and I went down to Houston and just fell in love with the people in Houston, Texas. And 12 years later, here we are. <laughs> now, I've got to say, every time I watch a Joel Osteen sermon, I feel like I'm 10 foot tall and bulletproof. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? You know, it's really uh, just such a gift that he has. He, you know, his, his real uh, thrust of ministry is just to give people hope. You know, he, he believes that 
that we serve a God who loves us and is for us. And, um, you know, he believes in the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. So, yeah, that's, that's his message is a message of hope. Now, you must come under some criticism every now and then. I mean, being one of the largest churches in America, if not the largest, um, having such a high-profile ministry, and, you know, you're on TV, you get, you know, like, I don't know, 100, 100 million TV viewers uh, watch your program. You must get a bit of criticism. How do you handle that criticism when it comes your way? Well, you know, usually the only people that criticize Joel are the kind of denominational church people, uh, people who don't know the Lord, who uh, don't go to church, who don't watch Christian television, they're really the ones who watch Joel, and uh, they love him, and it's, he, he really ministers to those people who, you know, a lot of the more traditional church people don't minister to, and the way we handle it is we just feel like God's given us uh, a certain portion of of people to minister to and he's given us a certain thing that he's called us to and we just stick to that and we uh, are not really moved by the criticism we just are true to what God's called us to do now we've seen you um, you know performing alongside Israel Houghton and you know we love his stuff tell us a little bit about your music um, how, how do you get inspired to uh, to write your music and, and what kind of flavor and style for, for those who haven't heard you yet well, my music's a little bit more modern worship, and, uh, you know, Israel and I, we write a lot of music together, and a lot of the Lakewood music, Israel and I have written together, but mine's a little bit more of a modern-style worship, and, uh, you know, really just the word and life experiences are, are where I get a lot of my inspiration of, of just, you know how I worship the Lord and a lot of that just comes up out of my heart of how I feel about the Lord and how I want to love on Him and and that's that's pretty much where most of my inspiration comes from just the Word and my life experience Now you must be very busy you know I mean you've probably got I don't know hundreds of people in your worship team you're overseeing a church worship uh, you know scene that has thousands involved um, what do you do for your personal devotions with God like do you read through the Bible every year or do you set aside five hours every day or you know what's, what's your what, how do you have your time with God well, you know, I, I I've never been one of those people who've who've done those things before. But uh, I mean, growing up in a family of ministry, my dad being a pastor, you know, I think it's key that you, you know, uh, kind of like Paul said, you pray without ceasing. You constantly have a a spirit to be receptive to the Lord and and um, you know, staying in the Word, staying in in your home church. Uh, having people around you who keep you accountable, I think all of those are very key elements to, you know, your daily walk with the Lord. And, um, you know, it's, I think it's crucial if you have any kind of ministry to have that. Now, you also have a worldwide influence. I mean, obviously, we get you on satellite TV here in Australia, but all over America. But, you know, Korea, China, Africa, um, you know, your programs and the worship that you, you guys are a part of gets beamed all over the world. Do you get a lot of feedback from other countries, and, and is that part of your mission? It is. We we do. We get feedback from all over, from the Philippines, from Europe, from South Africa, you know, Australia, North America, South America, uh, Asia. It's just been amazing to see 
the reach of, uh, uh, you know, what the ministry has to offer. And, um, you know, it's just exciting to, to see God using what he's called us to do to reach people of so many different cultures and, and nationalities. It's amazing. Now, there are probably people listening to this that have never responded to Christ. They might not even be sure what the gospel is. Would you just share with our listeners what is the gospel and how do people respond to it? Well, you know, the Bible says that uh, it's the gospel of the good news of Jesus Christ. And um, in my opinion, of my, my uh, interpretation of what the Word says, it's the fact that Jesus died for us, that he loves us, and he wants us to live a life that's abundant and has liberty and freedom and joy. And uh, when you uh, submit yourself to Jesus and make him the Lord of your life, you can have all of those things. You can have that abundant life and live with freedom and joy. And really, you know, uh, Lakewood Church, you know, what I'm doing as an artist through this new CD, 23, you know, that's what our heart's desire is, is just to steer people to Jesus and... and um, share with them that God is a good God and He's for them and He loves them. And that's, you know, really uh, one of our intentions in coming to New Zealand and Australia this year uh, is just to share with people, people, you know, what we feel in our hearts about what God says about them. Okay, well, I think that's just, you know, an inspiring message you've shared. And, you know, if people want to respond to you, I guess the, the best place is the website, uh, cindycruzratcliffe.com. That's right. And uh, we'll have a link to it from the History Makers site. Uh, but uh, are you also involved in Facebook and Twitter? Is, that a, is social media a big part of your ministry? It is. And you can find me on Facebook and you can find me on Twitter, uh, at Cindy Ratcliffe on Twitter. And um, uh, you can find me on Facebook, cindycruzratcliffe.com. And uh, I think you can uh, get the CD on iTunes and, and through the website and also at hotpkm.ichristian.com.au. And so the album Psalm 23, yeah. you know, everyone has heard that psalm at funerals, haven't they, you know? The yeah. Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down by still waters and leads me to greener pastures. Um, how uh, did the inspiration come to you to, to name the album uh, based on this psalm? Well, actually, you know, if you look at the entirety of the album and you look at that scripture, that scripture really sums up, you know, um, what the entirety of the album has to say. And just, again, that the Lord is a good God. He wants to lead us into areas of abundance. And, you know, so often we see the prosperity message abused and really God's message for us is that is a prosperous message, but not just a financially prosperous message. Prosperity in our healing, in our families, you know, yes, in our finances, but in every area of our life. God wants us to live an abundant life. And Psalm 23 really is a capsule of that. You know, that he, he makes us lie down in green pastures. He restores our soul. He gives us everything that we need. He leads us down a path of righteousness. And so, you know, when we wrote the song 23, it really, just to me, I thought, you know what, that is a great just summation of what God has for us. 
Okay, now just before we go, um, let me ask you what your influences are. Who are your favourite um, worship artists that you like to listen to, or even just you know Christian artists? Who do you like to listen to? Well, of course, you know Israel is one of my favourite. <laughs> <laughs> I love Israel. I love Hillsong, Planet Shakers. I mean, there's so many. Chris Tomlin. You know, I think it's hard for me to nail down anyone. Um, Leland, he's from uh, Houston, Texas as well. Uh, There's just a lot of great artists out there with great hearts to worship the Lord, and, you know, they each have their own flair and and message, and I I like such a mix of people. It's hard for me just to put my finger on one or two. Yeah, no, that's good to hear. Now, before we go, um, Joel opens every sermon on TV with a very short, cheesy, wonderfully funny joke. Uh, you must have heard thousands of these over the years. <laughs> is is there any that you can remember off the top of your head, just to finish up the program with a bit of a laugh? And yes. I'm putting you on the spot. Yeah. Yes, there is one that he tells pretty often when yeah. we go out and do the Nights of Hope, which yeah. are our big arena dates that we do all over the world. And he tells this one joke all the time about a gentleman who called the church and wanted to give... Uh, to the church, but he he calls up the church and he says, I'd like to speak to the head hog at the trough. (laughs) And um, the secretary says, well, if you're talking about our pastor, you can't call him the head hog at the trough. You have to call him pastor. And he says, well, I was calling to give $10,000 to the church. And she said, well, hang on just a minute. Porky just walked in. (laughs) (laughs) That is gold. That's one of the cheesy jokes that he tells all the time. (laughs) And you know what? I still laugh at it. (laughs) Uh, Well, Cindy Cruz Ratcliffe, thank you so much. We reckon you're a history maker. God bless you. Uh, Thank you so much. Bless you, Matt. Thanks so much for joining us on History Makers today. You know, the vision of History Makers is to spread the good news of Jesus Christ through conversation to the nations of the world. We're now on over 58 radio stations around Australia and Pacific nations, and we're so excited about the opportunity we have to broadcast the good news on the airwaves. If you would like to make a donation, please go to our website, historymakersradio.com. There you can also download interviews. We've got some great web links and some great information for you about following Jesus. So please, go to historymakersradio.com. I'm Matt Prater. God bless. Go and make history.